You're tuned in to the Big Shiny Podcast. You can find new episodes every week on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you like what you hear, make sure to rate us on iTunes and tell your friends. Hey guys, this is Tom. What's up guys, this is Kylie. This is Nick. Hey, this is Lucas. And this is Tyson. You're listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Big Shiny Podcast. Tom and I are going to be here and give you some news. We're going to give you that news that Tom. you can use on all the things. Maybe abuse it. Don't abuse things. Don't abuse the news. So, yeah. video games. Yep, lots of stuff. So Microsoft announced that starting today, the Xbox One will be two ninety nine for the spring sale online and in store, along with a bunch of game deals. It was actually starting Sunday. The Xbox oh. was three hundred dollars, mm, and then the game deal start today. Today, um, and those are digital and physical. You can get physical deals if you go to the Xbox physical store, a Microsoft store, and then online, uh, forty to sixty percent off a bunch of games. They said games like Rainbow Six, Black Ops Three, Far Cry Primal, and a whole bunch of other stuff. So pretty neat. Also, uh, PSVR pre-order started at seven a.m. today. Mm-hmm. It'll be three ninety nine ninety nine. dollars um, You do need a PlayStation camera, so we don't have one. That's an extra 60 bucks. And yeah, they ship in October. Uh, speaking of Xbox and PlayStation, they're cross-platform now. They well, play together. Sort of. So they can play together. If the developers actually do the work. Right. And Sony has come out officially and said that they are interested in talking about it, so hopefully they'll be supporting it. But uh, the first game that will do this will be Rocket League. So we can all play together. Yep. Pretty sweet. And hopefully they flush it out because with Rocket League, um, you can play cross-platform, but you can't matchmake. So, like, I can't party up with somebody on PC and play it right now. So hopefully with the Xbox integration, you can party up with people and not just run into them. That would be really nice. Yeah, it'd be nice. Um, that's about it. Other than Daredevil came out on Friday. So if you haven't already watched it by now, you should. Yeah, and uh, Batman v Superman will be out in three days. So go see that. Um, and then if you're in Salt Lake and you're going to Comic-Con, we're on like 40 panels. Yeah, so come check out all the Big Shiny Robot panels. I know I'm on the Captain America panel Thursday night, and I'm on a panel about video games doing good on Thursday afternoon. Tyson's on a Legends of DC television taking over for me on Thursday afternoon. Word, word. So, uh, BigShinyRobot.com will have a full spreadsheet of where you can find everybody, but go check it out. Enjoy the show. Doodaloo, doodaloo, doodaloo. See, this should have been the random episode, right? Yep. <laughs> we could we could talk about it. Again. I've been recording. Um, You've yeah. been recording. Jalapeno popcorn is the new. Oh, hotness. I love no, jalapeno. I hate that shit. Oh, have no. you had jalapeno? What's wrong with you? It's so good. No, Jalape- fuck you. Jalapeno <laughs> kettle cooked chips only. Have you had jalapeno popcorn? Is good. Ha- fuck off. Have no. you had jalapeno tequila? Yes. yes. I don't like tequila. I like that jalapeno. Well, have you had that? My butthole would have never ever that? recover. Tyson, your indigestion. Your your intestinal track had its own twitter account well, because it's so fucked up had that jalapeno beer oh it's so oh good. The, the jalapeno cream, cream ale. Ale. yeah yeah i, I can, can only, only do the sample yeah no more than i that. can drink a lot of it but you know they have to like either have its own dedicated tap because it corrodes the lines mm-hmm. or they just bottle it because yeah. it's just fucking i only brutal. have it at the beer festival and i get just the little sample and that's like every year like that's what i 
do. Mm. That's what happens. Yeah, I, I got a pint well. of it once, and I was like, I can't finish this. This was too. It's like the the proper public, the Goza the Gozarian. That beer is fucking gross. I like it, Ooh. and uh, the sample is enough because it's so salty. So uh, I like, never mind. There's a girl I clean her house, and she tips me in beer because her partner works at Uinta, and she got me um, the Flamingo Goze. Goes, 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 and goes, er, and um, goes ready raw. set, ready set, goes. Um, that's a stupid <laughs> name for what's a stupid the ready beer. set, goes. It's just salt and coriander. Oh, I was gonna say because the flamingo one it's is uh, salt and coriander, pineapple. And pineapple. Yeah, I don't like either of them. Gozas are gross, they're as fuck. yeah, they're not, they're definitely not for everybody. They're GAF dog, totes gross, totes <laughs> gross, bro. Welcome to the shiny podcast. <laughs> hey, everybody, how are you? We are, uh, we are not calling it the Big Shiny Podcast it's right just, now. It's just the Shiny. <laughs> it's just the Shiny Podcast. Is she at the pound? So Emily's picking up our new foster dog right now. Another two. Oh, poodle? that's not the that's one not you Coco. already have. That's a new poodle. All with your no poodles. Teeth. All this your poodles. Is, look this alike. is pretty much what this episode is going to be. Yeah, I this think is so. what the rest of the episodes are going to be. No, with the gaming one, I have some thoughts. No, this is going to be a clusterfuck. Hey, we called in Rebecca from the bench, though. Yeah, I'm ready to play coach. So, uh, you, thanks for running in, over here. So, in. If you listen last week, there's a section that I'm going to cut out that I have markers in where it actually goes. Hey, Rebecca said she'll come over. Oh, great. Let's get a fourth. Okay, hold on. And then we start talking again. You're never going to hear it, but you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, now you should just now leave you'll it know in. It. <laughs> no, you got to just clue it in right now. <laughs> I should do the through being cool thing and say I'm going to edit it out and then just not. Then just not. That's what we do on Hello Sweetie. We say we're going to edit something out and then Crystal just doesn't. Doesn't do it. <laughs> um, comics and collectibles, kind of. Kind of. Hey, I read Our Spider-Man comics. 1 and 2. So new Spider-Man 1 and 2 after Secret Wars. Or not, is, what is it? Yeah, Secret Wars. Secret yeah. Wars. So Miles Morales shows up to a fight. One, and Peter Parker's And there. issue one ends with Peter Parker being like, the fuck did you yeah, do? Yeah, he, he shows up. Like, all the Avengers. What did you do? All the Avengers are knocked the fuck out. There's rubble all over Fifth Avenue, and Peter Parker shows up. What did you do? After Miles Morales stopped like some demon from the underworld. Blackheart. Yeah, he stops Blackheart, and Miles Morales, or Peter's like, the fuck, dog. Pretty, and then second comic. So Miles Morales beat Blackheart? Yeah. He, um, he does you not his listening Venom Blast. He's ven- oh, he does his Venom right. Blast, and he zaps out. That's awesome. And, uh, like full on butt sex. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds graphic. <laughs> Marvel has taken a really weird turn. Um, and then, so I read Mature the second one only. when I got here because Tom hadn't read it and his comics were sitting there and he was watching Street Fighter. So I read the comic and uh, it's pretty solid. It makes fun of people that call him Black Spider Man. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. I read that page. It was That's pretty awesome. funny. It's, yeah, he's like, dude, well, I don't need the qualifier. Can I just be Spider-Man? Yeah, I think his exact quote is, <laughs> no, that's and this exactly matters it. why. Yeah, well, he says, this matters why. And then on the other page, he's like, I don't need the qualifier. Yeah. I just want to be Spider-Man. Hmm. Which, and then. Wasn't Black Spider-Man Venom? <laughs> We're talking yeah. about skin color. Well, We're no, being no, racist. There, is a, there <laughs> is a symbiote Spider-Man that is not Oh, Venom. that's the other one, symbiote. Yeah, that also sounds very racist. Symbi- mm-hmm. Symbiote, get out of here. Get out of here, you no symbiote. Symbiote. We don't serve your kind. No symbiotes. Make America great again. No, no symbiotes. Like I, heard, I read this joke. <laughs> By the way, shout out hey. to Chicago for protesting Trump out of their city. Did you read? I wrote it. I didn't. I read an article that a guy wrote. He, like, I don't remember which blog site he writes for, but he went to that Chicago, no, the Missouri one. He went to a Missouri rally and, um, 
like just details all the weird fucking people that were there and then during the actual rally like there's a guy in front who starts protesting and then they get him out and then there's another guy who starts protesting and they get him out and then uh towards the back there's like a like five or six people and they all link arms and they start protesting and donald trump is like oh get out like get him out get him out and they all go limp and the police are trying to carry them out for like 10 minutes <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yeah. they possumed it yeah possum demonstration that's awesome i Man, love it what a fucked up time we live in right. well, so i know you guys already talked about movies and stuff but i went and saw 10 cloverfield lane this week yeah. i've seen tomorrow like so don't spoil it well i'm just gonna say john goodman fucking incredible make america howard again yeah yeah mm. Yeah. Right. Mm. Oh man. I've heard. I've heard like. I, I would say mixed things about it, but nothing like super negative. You can read my review of it at hellosweetiepodcast.com. Why the fuck is it on hellosweetiepodcast.com? Because Mark already jumped on it. Oh, that's right. Mark that's did the right. right one. Yep. He was at. He was at the screening. I was at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mark was all about that shit. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, I posted the first article about the trailer. So. You did. Um, Ooh, territorial thing. Can we talk about? Can we talk about skinny John Goodman? It's kind of weird. Well, he's not skinny in this movie. I know, but in real life he is, and he's afraid to talk to Kristen Wiig. Well, because Kristen Wiig was a total bitch to him. But he also is talking about how he has social issues. Yeah. Wait, I think I missed like a whole, what? So John Goodman (laughs) is skinny now, which is just weird. I've seen the pictures. Well, since I was like five years old, fucking Dan from Roseanne. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so he's skinny now, and he was at uh, the Oscars or something, and he went to say hi to her because he really likes her work. And she, he like interrupted her, and he, um, she was just like, hold on, I'm not done yet, and finished her conversation. And he said in an interview, like, because of his own neuroses, he'll never talk to her again because he's embarrassed. And everybody took that as John Goodman says, we'll never talk to Kristen Wiig again. She was a bitch. Oh, but she, she really is. wasn't. I mean, he interrupted her and she was finishing yeah. her conversation. Yeah, and we don't know what the context was. She could so, have been like more polite, like, hold on, just a minute. And I don't know. And because, like, you know, like, we've all been there, like, been super shy and be like, oh my God, I'm going to go crawl under a rock now because this is embarrassing for me. I, I live under a rock. I live under. A I rock. live with my foot in my mouth. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's true. Right. That's where <laughs> I'm at. True. Um, I have hours of audio recording proving that. Too. <laughs> Literally true. hours. How did true. we get here? What are we talking about? I don't know. About? We're talking about comics. Are you reading anything right now? Because so, our yeah. comics guy isn't here, so cool. we well, depend on him. And since you're 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 pinch hitting, why don't you fill us in? Yeah. Okay. So I'm reading Why the Last Man right now because it is being made into a TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, really good. I've had uh, the first two trade issues just kind of kicking it at my house because I borrowed them and then just never returned them and never read them. But I started to read them. And Did you they... borrow them from Luke Ass? No, I borrowed. Well, so I have. Because I know he has them and loved it. It just seemed like a recommendation he would have made. No. So, oh. I've, ha- so I've had <laughs> um, trade issues one and two um, for like two years because I borrowed them from Jeremiah. And then I borrowed trade issue number one from Danielle. And so I've had just a surplus of why the last man's around mm. my house not reading them. Who writes it? Brian K. Vaughn. Okay. Did you never... So Lucas gave me the trades years ago, and yeah. he gave me those... He, he, he was all about it. Yeah, he gave me the first couple of trades and the first couple of trades of Walking Dead to read to get me into those. Lucas is really good at like being a, a dealer for comics, mm-hmm. like trying to get you hooked, and he gave me those, and I think I read the first couple, like three trades, and I really liked it. I just... Comics are expensive. <laughs> the only one I could never get behind was fucking Blankets. Yeah, oh, I, he loves that book. He loves that book so hard. It's and so I, weird. 
I like. I, I mean, more power to. I'm not saying what he is shouldn't. blankets about. It's super Christian. Oh, fucky. But that's hey. no. But that's not why he likes. But it's it. not no, like it's moral not. oral though. It's like no. It's like a weird book. Like a Christian guy wrote about like visiting a girl and. I don't know. I didn't get into it. It's like love lost sort of stuff. Like, I don't know. I could, I could see. It's been 10 years since I read it. Yeah, I know. It's been forever for me, too. It's like one of his all-time favorites. Um, I I can see why he and other people would like it. I just, I didn't. I didn't get behind it as hard as every like some other people did, but it's by some other people. You mean it's Lucas. the only book? That no, because I know ever, he, he wasn't the only one. It's he the was, only book he's recommended to me that I didn't like. Everything else, yeah, like he oh, introduced it's a coming of age autobiography. Yeah, he, yeah. he introduced me to Ooh. Scott Pilgrim and like right. all these things yeah. that I absolutely. Oh yeah, love. no, for sure, for sure. Well, he, th- he introduced me to like my all time favorite Spider Man Blue. Right, and, like, I, and I think like as a whole, Lucas has really good taste in comics, but nobody bats a th- nobody bats a thousand for man. sure. But the fact of the matter is, we still give him grief about Blake gets on this Good. podcast and even though he's not here we can't change that no hey lucas you have bad taste fuck you in blankets <laughs> I don't like that's that my take stance that take that away take that wiki page away just, also jesus isn't here. real anything else i need to say <laughs> so hail satan hail satan in adventures in adventures in real estate today we were looking at this property and to top it all off this guy started to like um give us a sermon about the power of prayer and we were like to the dark nope, to we, the... Are, we are leaving thank you power of prayer to the dark Lord? Um, no to jesus mm. random episode today adventures in real estate adventures in real estate Mm. <laughs> I don't want to talk. Now we'll 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 make it fun and weird. <clears throat> like, so, uh, if, so you, what you've been reading has been really good, though. Yeah. Oh, so why the last man? And then I also picked up um, Katie Cook, who is also coming to Fanex. She writes a web comic called Gronk. Um, it's about this cute little monstery thing. It's like if you like Calvin and Hobbes, sold. Like <laughs> <laughs> the way she changed her voice for yeah. that. This cute little monstery thing, and he like thinks he's super scary, but he's not super scary. He's just adorable. Would you okay. say he's totes adorbs? He's totes adorbs. But like, what's it about? So like, is it just, is it kind of like, like the Sunday funnies? Like kind where it's of. like, like it's little like four, five square strips. Yeah, it's like four and, panels okay. each comic. They're just short. Just random, funny, yeah. thoughtful stuff. She's fucked because if you search for Gronk, all you get is Gronkowski. Gronkowski. Yeah. 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 Um, it's sportsing. So it's sportsing thing. What? Tell, tell, tell us how Katie, to find Katie it. Co- Gronk by Katie Cook. Okay. Gronkowski balls the foots. Is what he does professionally. He, he is a he foots he's the a baller of foot. Are you guys having like strokes? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. You know that sport where they ball foots. Yeah. <laughs> I found it. It's it's GronkComic.com. Show me. Okay. Show me the little cute monster. So while he's showing him the little cute monster, um, so I have been reading surprise the new Street Fighter runs that are coming out by Udon. And their art is beautiful. I looked at the art. It looks really good. The story is very, like, Japanese warriors going to find his soul. So, like, the, no, give me the synopsis you gave me earlier about that's, Street that's, Fighter G.I. Joe. Okay, so they're also doing Street Fighter versus G.I. Joe. So Street Fighter versus G.I. Joe, M. Bison and the bad guy from G.I. Joe have teamed up to build a super weapon that is powered by contained combat. And so they're having a fighting... Hold on, I'm interrupting you really quick on this back to this Gronk thing. Shout out to Katie Cook because so far this this first one that I read made me giggle. So I, I like it. I'm like Joyce all the time. Why? Like, <laughs> did you actually read it? 
No, I just handed you my computer. So, uh, read, read, the, Cook, read the actual thing. Katie Cook, she, when I went I'm to... I'm sorry, Tom. We'll go back to Street When Fire. I went to Phoenix Comic Con, um, she was doing little $5 commissions of uh, your pets. And so she made one of, like, it's just a cute little watercolor picture of my cat and it, with the caption, I'm handy capable. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good, right? Like, um, I, I, I chuckled If she's that. doing the same thing at Fanex, I will 100% pay her yep. for all of my fucking... Yeah. Shit, Fanex is in like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably have even another dog by then. Actually, yeah. as of the release of this episode, it's in two days. two days. Oh, two days. Two days. Yeah, two go days. see Katie Cook. She's okay. so adorable. Katie Cook. We should uh we should contact her for an interview. We should. All right, add her to um, the list. Add her to the list. Are you making a list? No, not my, right now. Uh, I'm drinking right now. Maya's well, should... moderating her panel. Who? Too. Jeremiah. Oh. Who's Jeremiah? Mm-hmm. I'll put it on What's the agenda. <laughs> what was that reaction? Oh I, did, oh, I didn't know if we weren't talking about him. <laughs> oh, no, I was just being funny. Oh, he's a smart ass. We know who Maya is. Yeah, okay. I've met Maya. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, he's moderating her panel. Is there some kind of like hostility I'm not aware of? What, what just happened here? Oh, I'm a I don't know. Afraid. Now I'm paranoid. <laughs> I don't know. It's very like... Turf war, throw a glass at a wall. very like hit or miss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Street Fighter. So Street Fighter. Yeah. Um, so I'll talk about... So the Street Fighter... There's a couple things they're doing. So first of all, I haven't read it yet, but they just released Street Fighter V, The Life and Deaths of Charlie Nash. Um, so they're going to talk about basically the looks like they're going to be going over kind of the life and origin stories of Nash, who is Guile's friend. Um, I can't want to say it's Alpha 2 or Alpha 3 that Guile is hunting Charlie Nash. Um, not hunting to kill, but hunting to find him because he just disappears during a mission. Um, he is also my current favorite character in Street Fighter V, so I'm pretty excited to read that. Um, but like Nick was saying, the art is really beautiful in the Street Fighter series. They're using really, really awesome artists. Nick is jerking off a microphone behind a table. and um, But the story is very Japanese in the way that it's basically, so far, Ryu is trying to... He's training, right? And the whole purpose of Ryu is he's fighting to find himself. Um, in the world of Street Fighter... Um, oh my God, they just touched tips. This is so <laughs> weird. Um, so in the world of Street Fighter, the whole thing is there's there's Setsui no Hado, which is the assassin's fist, which is like the style they use and the way they practice. But there's a dark Setsui no Hado, which is where you get Evil Ryu, Akuma, Oni, and it's essentially completely embracing death and combat, and so you become like an evil version of yourself, right? And Ryu is in a constant struggle between being the greatest warrior in the world and having the Satsumi no Hado, the dark, the dark Hado inside him where he's fighting against it. So this comic is him so far. Um, he's let himself be consumed by it once. He became evil Ryu. Um, it looks like he potentially killed Goken, his trainer, his master. I don't know if that's what they're going with or he just feels guilty for it because Akuma killed him, but because he wasn't able to stop Akuma, he did. Because um, I know in like the anime movie, it's Akuma that kills Goken. kills Goken. And I'm pretty yeah. sure that's I'm pretty sure that's what See, you're sticking I know to. some stuff. Yeah, you know some stuff. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> and so with this story, it's Ryu trying to come to grips with um, himself. And this first issue is really interesting because he's fighting and training with Ken to discover himself. And Sagat shows up, where if you're familiar with the story, Sagat is Ryu's arch rival, right? Like the scar across Sagat's chest and the reason he's missing an eye is from Ryu. Um, now Ryu has this huge ch- uh, chest scar from when he became evil Ryu, and he's actually fighting with Sagat, who has eliminated the darkness from himself and just become a warrior again, and they're fighting, and Sagat's almost like teaching Ryu what he's searching for, so it's really pretty interesting, but again, it's just gorgeous, gorgeous art, so kind of nice. fun to read through. G.I. Joe versus Street Fighter. <laughs> However, so fucking random. It's, w- that's so funny, because I was like, speaking of gorgeous art, monstrous which I've only picked up because the art is gorgeous, but 
please Ooh. go on no, about no, I want to hear about monsters. No, please go on about G.I. Okay. Joe and Street Fighter. So they're doing G.I. Joe versus Street Fighter, <laughs> and it's like a five or six issue run. And essentially the premise is M. Bison and the bad guy in G.I. Joe, and I don't know, can't remember his name. Is it Cobra, Cobra Commander? Cobra Commander. I was yeah. like, why can't you remember that? I don't that? know. It's so easy. <laughs> it's alliteration. Um, so they've combined, and they've made this weapon. That's Snake Sergeant. Snake Sergeant, yeah. Snake that's Snake Sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> I name my penis. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, Rebecca's penis is better I'm, than mine. I'm never no. making eye contact with Rebecca again. That's what's happening <laughs> after this. Can we talk about that Rebecca has a penis? Like, that's kind of like... That she like calls, I feel like we're just brushing over yeah, that. we're just brushing over that <laughs> whole fact. Like, oh, no, no, no. She calls it this, actually. <laughs> the snake surgeon. Andrew, get at us. Is that true? Is that true, Andrew? <laughs> Hit us up. Hit us up. Um, Hit us up, at Big Shiny Robot. <laughs> <laughs> so... So this weapon is powered by I controlled combat. So they're holding a quote unquote fighting tournament and the arena is what powers the weapon. And so these street fighter people it are fighting. Fuck, G- it's so bad. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> and like, so stupid. I started reading it and then realized I didn't really want to read it and just kind of flip through the art. And apparently Rufus beats somebody. I, I'm going to have to read the whole run. I'm going to have well, to do at it. At this point you have to, like I'm like, committed. I feel like if you bought one issue, like you're in, it yeah. sounds that's it. That's it. like it. 100% is an 80s TV show. Right. That someone created to sell us toys when we were little kids yeah it makes no fucking sense at all like it came in a cereal box right <laughs> and, and 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 i love street but fighter you're gonna go to, <laughs> so, gonna go to toys R Us in two weeks and there's gonna be like a fucking thing that you buy that's like the circle thing and, and, and like the little spinning things where you pull the tab over those things it's called? gonna charge up the the combat mechanism <laughs> the combat mechanism and they just like fucking like clap against each other and shit and tom's gonna buy all, all of them, them. And that's the thing. So Kylie, if anybody's ever bought comics from Kylie at any of his various shops, he's a fucker. So he'll figure out what you like, and he will send you pictures of stuff that's what you like. Like, he sent me a $160 Captain America statue by Artifact. No, oh, uh, that anime cap? Fucking gorgeous. But I didn't have 160 bucks, so I didn't buy it. Thank God. Um, but so he sends me everything with Street Fighter on it. And, of course, I'm like, it's 4 bucks. Throw it in my hold. So, yeah, I'm going to... And then your hold is $50. Right, yeah. Trade issues, man. Yeah. So I got to wait for trades. I don't... Dude, Street Fighter versus G.I. Joe ain't getting a trade paperback. <laughs> like, there's no way they're going to do that. <laughs> there is no budget I, for that. Once upon a time, I... So, I had all this money and I didn't have any fucking bills. And is this before you had a lot of weight on your shoulders? Yeah, I didn't have any weight on my shoulders. I just was living my motherfucking <laughs> life. <laughs> and uh, the government was giving me a big paycheck and... Uh, I big had fat a, one. Yeah, big fat one. The government gave me such <laughs> now a big the, fat Now one. the government is just giving us a big yeah. fat one without the paycheck. And uh, I had a hold, and I put, it was when New 52 came out, so I just said, fucking add them all. Nope. Oh, my God. That's and a- I was just getting rid of them as they sucked. And I think that lasted three months. And I was like, this is fucking stupid. Not like, even three months. Maybe like a month and a half. You, you spent $200 on DC issues and didn't like blow up internally. I would have been so mad. There was a few like so it was like I think I got through number two on everything and they screwed up a few times and didn't give me everything so I'd have to go back and get Ugh. number one and then I just started cutting them all back and then I was like this is all fucking. But way to go DC. That's a very clever way to get you to yeah. spend money. We're just going to reboot everything called the new 52. You don't think that it's 52 first issues of everything. But it See, is. I knew what I was getting into and I was like I'm going to try to find a place and I found like a certain ones like I really liked Swamp Thing. There were certain Swamp things, things I great. really liked, but there was a lot that I was just like 
This is fucking stupid. And I'm really concerned with the future of Swamp Thing because with the new 52, it only went to like issue 30 or 40. It might even be earlier. It might have only been like 29. Then like they had the Swamp Thing convergence. Was it convergence on the DC side? Yeah, it was convergence <laughs> with DC. So they had, just so okay. they, had, they had the Swamp sorry, Thing I'm convergence. Sorry. And then now they're doing like a six-issue Swamp Thing run, and that's all they have planned for it right now. And that's got me bummed out because Swamp Thing is actually a really good character. Dude, that comic was drawn so beautifully and was mm-hmm. such a cool run. And, it, and I so I did Swamp Thing and Animal Man. Animal Man and was like, really they were, good. They were tied together. I stopped Animal Man at like issue 18, I think, or something. Animal Man is a great character. He is. And like the way they play like his family into it and the red and like the monsters coming after them. Animal Man's a great read. Yes, yeah. I just I had a bunch of them, and I still had a bunch of them. Jimmy, I think, ended up with ninety percent of those comics. Mm-hmm. I probably ended up with a bunch of them too because he gave me so many. Like one day, Jimmy just showed up at my house with like four bags of comics and was like, "You need to have these." And then he just left, <laughs> like he does. <laughs> That's Jimmy's new thing. He showed up at my house last Sunday with a breakfast burrito. And I was like, how do I get one of those friends? I don't I know. know. My friend just shows up at my house. And- yeah. I was like, do you want to come in, have some coffee? He's like, no, man, I got shit to do. I just figured you could use a burrito. And he was out. Like, I got ninja burritoed by Jimmy. It Did you, like, get this. real sleepy? <laughs> I woke up three days later in, like, a basement missing a kidney. Hey, Tyson, don't touch Rebecca's dick, please. Yeah. Hey, you leave the snake sergeant alone. <laughs> the snake sergeant. <laughs> so, should we talk about tattoos? Yeah, let's do, do it. it. Let's start with Rebecca. <laughs> no, just kidding. So Tyson went to the tattoo convention over the weekend. Oh, is that yeah. where you got that thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom, have you been tattooed at the tattoo convention? No, I have not. Um, uh, it sucks. I'm sorry, Tom. I have the hiccups, and I don't know what we're going to do about that on the um, side. You're just, whenever you feel the urge to cup or hiccup, I don't know what the verb for that is, <laughs> just, just lean up. back. Do exactly what you're doing. Cup. Just don't hiccup directly into the mic. Um, I just somebody else and I were talking about getting tattooed at the tattoo convention and how much I don't like it. Like that's the only reason in public, right? Well, that's the only reason. Yeah. So I think that's the only reason to go to the convention. There's not, there's a, like there's not enough good art there to buy, to justify the price of admission. See, and I would be so concerned that all the artists are so like overwhelmed and may rush. Yeah. So, (laughs) so to that point, every artist I've ever been tattooed by, when I when they're talking about the convention, they are pre-booking their convention tattoos, yes. and so like that's six to eight months in I advance to ever, do show pieces. I've never gotten my foot touched up because the guy comes in from Georgia and he's booked out so far ahead. He's booked out farther ahead than I know the convention's going to be, and I just I've never gotten it. my foot touched up because that was the worst pain I've ever experienced in my adult life. So as far as the tattoo convention goes, it's twenty bucks to get in the door. If you're just going there to per ruse it like a convention to Jesus Christ. I apologize to all the listeners this is just how this episode's gonna be we've been drinking hard no it's not I've actually like for like the last three days gotten like really bad hiccups every night stop yeah. drinking so much stop getting afraid of uh, shit are you afraid of the dark no oh I am I saw goosebumps <laughs> though it was kind of scary I like that movie I actually like that movie it was a really good have movie have you seen the witch <laughs> don't oh my. detract me so the no, witch no stop it right now the witch freaked me the fuck out continue it was dope. It was dope as shit. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Tyson, talk about the tattoo convention. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm so sorry. Okay, so anyway, the $20 to get in the door, if you're just going there to like browse around and peruse tattoo artists and stuff like that, 
not worth yeah. the price of admission. Now, it worked out for me and my brother-in-law because we both got some pretty baller tattoos. Shout-outs to for, Margarita. Shout-outs to Margarita. Uh, for He got a uh, Fallout Nuka-Cola cap <gasps> tattooed on his wrist. Fun! It was cool. Um, and then that same artist, uh, him and his wife, super cool. <laughs> this episode is going to be called Tyson Has the Hiccups, know, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or, or Tat Hiccup 2. The artists, so, so there were, there was a lot of artists there that had just like your typical flash art out on display. And they're like, you know, we'll do this for you full color, hundred bucks, you know, American traditional, you know, Eagle with the flag, you yeah. know, that, I heart mom. Yeah. That kind of crap, you know, insert dick here. There were a lot of artists though, that had some really great ske- sketchbooks out. <laughs> I don't know how Everyone I'm take a drink every this. time Tyson yeah. pickups. I don't um, make it. You <laughs> <laughs> won't make it to the next episode. Uh, the <laughs> taking a drink. <laughs> Hold on, let me take a drink. Okay, I think we're good. Um, my favorite were the tattoo artists that had their sketchbooks out. And they had like already sketched up like some pre-tattoo ideas. And if you wanted to get that done, they had kind of like a price right next to it. And when you purchased it, they pulled it out of their sketchbook. Oh, awesome. So, you know, you're not going to be walking around with a bunch of the same people, you know, with this, the same art on their arms, right? Uh, my experience was a little different. Um, we ran into this guy. He, Him and his wife were really cool. They, He had some Fallout Flash uh flash tattoos out that's what my brother-in-law ended up getting i kept going back to the booth because i liked his art he had some really cool star wars stuff but it was a little bit bigger than what i was carrying to get at the tattoo convention keep drinking tom um and it's worth noting he's a tattoo artist at painted temple yes painted which temple. is a stellar tattoo shop in yes. a extremely conservative area yeah and uh they have a lot of weight on their shoulders out there they're just trying to live their motherfucking lives <laughs> Um, I can't keep up with these hiccups. I know. I'm so sorry. This is fun. Um, anyway, anyway, so, so his, oh my god. So his wife is like, you know, because I kept coming back and like flipping through a sketchbook. I'm like, I love his stuff. She's like, what are you looking for? I'm like, well, uh, you know, honestly, like I've been thinking about getting a Deathly Hollows tattoo. Um, you know, is that something you could do? She's like, he's a big fan of Harry Potter. Let me go talk to him. So she went over, talked to him. I gave her a couple rep reference pictures but like i was really like i'd like a mix between these two styles but you do what you want like i want the deathly hollows and i want the elder wand through the middle as the straight line but other and a splash of color beyond that you can do it whatever style you want whatever colors you want whatever you want to do she goes and talks to him she's like all right he'll do it at his hundred dollar flash tattoo price i'm like fucking a so she's like you know we'll get you scheduled in right after your brother-in-law so my brother-in-law got tattooed (laughs) You guys are going to get so fucking drunk. Um, he drew my tattoo on my arm with a Sharpie and tattooed it. And it, w- fucking it was it really such good. a, yeah, it was, was such an name? awesome experience. What's that? I'm looking it up right now. I can't remember. Was it, the Oak, top of my it wasn't head. Oak, Oak Adams, was it? No, it wasn't. <laughs> All right. Hiccup. Someone else take over. I'm taking over for a second. Thank so you. I went to the tattoo convention. It's 2016, five years ago. And I got my right foot done by Mike Groves. Um, on the interwebs, he is Poop Bird. <laughs> I fucking love Poop Bird. I fucking love him. Dude, he has amazing art. I actually like, talked to him on Instagram. I'm like, dude, are you coming out to Salt Lake anytime soon? I don't know why he didn't come out. Because uh, yeah. usually he does. Because he's good friends with Dave Steyer. Yeah. And mm. 
another guy that comes out with him and is who you talk to. It's Keith P. Yes. Rain. The P is for penis. He is, oh, that's who that is. He yeah. is a baller. Uh, Jeremy and I both talked to him, bought some uh, some bottle keys from him. Shout out to P is for penis. Yeah, he, awesome. um, look at, do not look at Keith's website at work at all. There are lots of titties and whatnot, and you'll get real uncomfortable. Um, so they, I got done by them. Jesus Christ, <laughs> every one of you. It's because you've been drinking every time Tyson yeah. goes, so now we have the burps. Yeah, so uh, no, so it was five years ago, the tattoo convention, and I went and got my right foot done, and I emailed him maybe like a month in advance, and he had some spot open, and I just sent him an image and told him what I wanted to get. I got a have a monkey wrench on my right foot from the monkey wrench gang by edward abbey and uh it's a real fucking good book Tom. Oh, edward it's abbey, not the foo though. fighter song huh don't 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 Do not like that edward abbey monkey wrench i was gonna get a yeah, foo fighters tattoo i wanted to get um oh fuck what album is that it ethan walters is who did my tattoo <laughs> at painted temple Go check him out. Or no, oh, no. He, he's actually a... I want to get a tattoo that says, thanks, Nirvana. <laughs> or a heart Courtney love. Oh, God. Anyway. Anyway. Gypsy Walter's tattoo is actually what he goes under on Instagram. On check Instagram. Him out. So, yeah. No, so I got mine done, and I sent him the picture, and I got it done. It took one hour, which was amazing, because getting your foot tattooed is oh, fucking painful. awful. So I got... You don't... No. <laughs> You shut. You shush. So I just know that it hurts. I got the Grim Reaper from Family Guy on my foot, holding a gravestone that says metal across it, and it was a two and a half hour sitting, and it was a because he had to fill in brown. Yuck. And Cameron, lovely guy, slow as fuck at putting brown on my foot, and it. Oh God, it was the worst. Great it's, tattoo. Yeah. I just awful placement. I hated having to do it out in the open because like you get random people coming up like, hey man. What? What? Are you, why are you getting that? Like, what's that tattoo? Like, mind your own business. Can we? Can we just go out on a limb right now? Asking somebody the significance of their tattoo is rude as fuck, and just fuck off. But just, I can actually tell you the significance of all but one of my tattoos is I wanted some fucking cool art on my body. Yeah, like I want to talk about your back tattoo. Let's not. <laughs> what's your back tattoo? We'll talk about it later. No, let's talk about it. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about it, it right now. What is Wait, it? Wait, you have a back tattoo? What is it? Yeah, I have a back. You didn't. Take Tyson it has a, Take Tyson it has a Take tattoo at the top of his back. Take yeah. it off. So, Is me, it a butterfly? Take it off. It's me, not a butterfly. So, Take your shirt off. It's funny. It's close. So Chuck, Chuck Sweat, has a back tattoo, and we give him grief for it because it was supposed to symbolize his mom, and it was supposed to be like an angel, and it looks like a really bad Virgin Mary. And oh then his, yeah, and yeah, then his yeah. back hair grows into it, so it yeah. looks like a bearded Virgin Mary. It's real good shit. <laughs> I've seen that one. Okay, so my first tattoo. I will say this. My first tattoo was, I actually struggled with some severe anxiety and depression in my early twenties. And mm. I was going to like some therapy and all this kind of stuff. And when I got through it, I wanted to signify like kind of my conquering of that, I guess you could say. So I went and got a tattoo on that. So it's my only tattoo to me that has any like sort of quote unquote significance. The rest of it is just, I want cool art from cool artists on my body. And that's the mm. thing. Like if like when poop bird comes out, I'm going to be like, I don't care what you fucking tattoo. Like you, you can do whatever the fuck you he want. He has a really, just, really good style. He has an awesome style. Just fucking put it on my body somewhere. Um, no, so I also, like, my first tattoo, I don't like the way it looks. Like, I don't, it's not awful. I don't hate it, hate it, but I wish I would have done something differently. Yep. Tyson's my, taking his shirt off. Yeah. My first tattoo is the same way. So while Tyson removes his clothing, brown, chicka, brown, chicka, my first brown, tattoo. Brown. 
Oh, that's not that bad. I mean, I feel like a lot of Applebee's waitresses have it above their butt crack, but <laughs> it's not terrible. So, I actually, I actually drew that myself. It's different more, than it's I remember. It's more than I've it. ever drawn. It's, it's totally different. I haven't seen your tattoo in like six years. What did you remember it as? I felt like there was like tribal was like off the sides. No. Like, like in his mind, there's like barbed wire. No, so in my mind, <laughs> in my mind, it was two little bits of tribal with the heart in the middle. Oh no. No. So for the listeners, I don't know. Someone else describe it. It's just like a heart with some. I thought it was. Curvy I lines thought it was it. a uh, like a clotter symbol. Like it looks like a clottering symbol, just without the hand and the crown. Yeah, theoretically, and, and then and the heart stitched together. Yeah. Like it's, oh, it's I mended. Didn't catch that. Yeah, it's mended. It's very metaphorical. Hmm. So, but I that's have... it. But that's the only one. Like I got my big, big shiny robot one for right. obvious reasons. Your Iron like, Man, big shiny robot yeah. from Austin Huffman, from Austin Huffman, Huffman tattoo. Who, who <laughs> wow. by the way, shout out to that guy because that guy looked fucking shit wasted at the convention i felt bad for him like no because he was just so tired just oh not so, like drunk no 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 no, not drunk or anything like that like he he i ta- i got to talk to him for like five minutes he was like session after session back to back to back because i was actually hoping to get a little something from him while i was there and um he told me that him and a couple other guys they had booked out their sunday which which is when we went and they were up until four o'clock in the morning doing the custom pieces My for God. the people that we had that, that they had to tattoo on Sunday. <laughs> so it's, yeah, I'm so sorry, Tom. I'm ruining this whole fucking <laughs> podcast. I don't care. Um, <laughs> no, man. Like I think like everyone's first tattoo is going to be something they may not be necessarily super proud of, and I feel like yeah, like because I have just the one tattoo, but it's fucking little, terrible. How, does that take like twenty minutes? It took like twenty minutes. Yeah, it cost me like sixty dollars. That's not that's good. Like first tattoo, yeah. it's small. It was quick. You didn't invest like so. My ribs took. Was that I, your? That was your first tattoo. Yeah. You crazy motherfucker. Um, I probably have like six hours, seven hours into that because he was slow. He was new ish. Yeah. And it, yeah, I have like seven hours into my. The guy ribs. who did mine was an apprentice, and it took him about five hours, and I went straight through. He asked me if I wanted to break, and I said, "Nope, just keep just going." Just do it. So like. I feel like like my first tattoo is this one on my arm here, and it's like the music note heart that's kind of shitty with like the cursive lettering, and it's not a good like amazing so tattoo, but it's fine. For everyone listening at home, Tom, his whole left arm is sleeved up, and then his right arm's fairly covered. Yeah, my right arm's fairly covered. My foot's done. I have the inside of my lip done, but that's basically. I didn't know that. Yeah. that What's count. it say? Is it still there? Uh, kind of. It says, I love blowjobs. Yeah, it's pretty much like, <laughs> insert dick here. And that one, like, that's probably my most, if there's a tattoo I regret, it's actually that But one, nobody but. sees that, and yeah, they, it's going to fade away that. in the next five years. Yeah, and so, like, but, yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of people spend time looking for significance and putting art on their body, and after spending a lot of time and a lot of money on getting art drawn all over me, I disagree with that. I feel like if it's something that you think is cool and you want to do it, then do it. Unless it's tribal and you're white, then just don't. Um, (laughs) But, like, it doesn't have to have significance to be good. If it does have significance and it reminds you of something, that's wonderful. But I can tell you in 10 to 20 years, when you're trying to explain to somebody what the significance is, you're going to feel dumb. And you're probably not. You may not care about it anymore. Like, the one tattoo I have that holds a lot of significance, or I thought it did, it really doesn't anymore. Like one That's of them how does. Mine is on my back. Yeah. Like, like I have a shoulder one that was. It's a grenade with a heart wrapped, like a human heart wrapped around, it, and it's supposed to like signify me letting go of my anger or some shit. It does not. That just it has no significance to me anymore. Now it's just a design that a buddy of mine drew that I liked, and so just 
when you're thinking about your first tattoo, if we have any listeners that are in that zone, realize that maybe it could just be art you like or a yeah, it doesn't have doesn't to need. have like some deep meaning. And like the one on my back, like I actually like it now is be like the reason I like it so much now still like it's not the greatest tattoo. I realize that luckily I can cover it up. It's super easy. It's between my shoulder blades on my back. But I drew it. So, yeah. like, for me, like, that's the cool part of it now. Yeah. It's like there's a piece of something that I drew. It's not super artistically artistically intricate, but I drew it, and it's permanently on my body. So that's cool. Yeah. All and the other stuff on there, like, you know, I don't know. Let's, I mean, for the listeners, because this is such a visual thing to be talking about. Right. It's kind of hard. Um, Tom, give, like, a quick rundown. Like, you've got a lot. So I've got my right Just kind of like... So I have Death from Family yeah. Guy on my right foot, which I got literally because I thought it was fucking a hilarious idea to have a, a Grim Reaper holding the word metal. Um, my left arm is all Castlevania art mostly, so it's um, Leon Belmont. There's one of the zombie monsters. I've got Dracula, aka the Lord of Darkness, on my inside. Which, which looks like it still needs to be finished. It, yeah, I haven't gone back in a while. And then I've got the hand grenade heart. My right arm has um, a guitar I own. I have the circle of fifths because I play guitar. Um, and then I've got um, a music note for a buddy. Um, so what? I don't know. A couple pieces. <clears throat> I've got, so my right foot, I have the wrench from the Monkey Wrench Gang. On my ribs, I have an anchor and a crown, which was my first tattoo. And I used to be able to explain why. And I don't remember what the original reasoning was. I don't think I've ever seen that tattoo. I showed her a picture. I took a picture. I sent it to Pat last night. Oh, word. Um, well, I got it 10 years ago. And then on my chest and my left arm, I have a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy piece. So I have... Really? Which is like my favorite. That book my, is That's so my favorite great. one of that's yours. So book. it's a whale and flowers. <laughs> okay. And okay. then on my arm. And then it um, kind of like that goes up and there's clouds and then it becomes a darker sky as it goes onto my chest, which is space. And then... There's a rocket ship, which is the heart of gold, and it has a 42 okay. on it. Okay. So, yeah, so, from here over. And then on my left foot, I have a heart, which um, came from the cover art to the book Rant. And I find it interesting. Like, so if we want to, since we're on just a random tattoo topic and my laptop just went to sleep, please be recording still. Okay, it is. Um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was probably one of the first books that like opened my mind to the idea that like the world is not as everyone tells you it is. And I realized that's supposed to be a really funny book. But that actual that scene when the whale just when they, they activate the improbability drive and for no reason a pot of flowers and a whale appear, right, in the vacuum of space and begin falling. And like the whale being like Oh, this is what life is. I'm alive. This is wonderful. What a beautiful thing. I'm gonna name this thing and then it just splats and dies, right? Like yeah. meanwhile, the the flowers are just like not again not again right (laughs) and that whole thing happening though for me like as a 16 year old kid reading that was the first time I realized that like that 10 minutes the whale was alive was its entire existence that's all the whale knew yeah it's very it's very crazy like Douglas Adams was a very insightful guy and he was funny as fuck well and then on my on my left arm so aside from the one on my back on my back I've got uh, the big shiny robot mascot mashed up with iron man uh from austin huffman at a heart of gold he did that 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 one was a lot of fun obviously i mean we've been doing i've been doing big shiny robot since day one so i mean even if they were all just a crash and burn tomorrow 
it was still a big part of my life, a big part mm-hmm. of my 20s. So I'm it's, happy I mean, to have that there. It's almost been 10 years for most of us. Yeah. Um, I also have a watercolor TARDIS, which I'm super happy with, uh, that I actually got a free session from, for, fundraiser, yeah. from your fundraiser last year. And then at the tattoo convention, I just had uh, done the uh, the Deathly Hollow symbol with the Elder Wand through the middle. Uh, so I'm super happy with all of mine. I just want to fill it in with more geek shit. That's that's all I want to do. Um, Rebecca, you're one. Any I story have, behind it? Uh, no, I turned 18 and wanted to get a tattoo. So I was like, what am I really into? The idea of world peace. So uh, I got like an <laughs> outline of Hippie. a dove. And, Are you yeah. still into world peace? Nah. I mean, it's... Um, she's more of like the burn it all to the ground sort yeah. of thing. But so like the two... like there's Make two America Great Again? That um, <laughs> I am planning on getting i want to get alan z written on my arm because uh gable doctor who got me through a really dark time of my life um yeah and i want to get i'm trying to find like just the right picture but i want to get because i don't want to get like big art pieces i really just want to stick with like a black outline for all like all of the pieces that i get um so i want to get the outline of the salt lake city downtown skyline with like mountains but just like as lines yeah, the vision I have in my head looks really cool. And you can put like politicians making bad decisions. I will. I will say this um, to anyone out there that hasn't maybe gotten a tattoo yet or has gotten one and they, they're looking to get more. I'll I'll say this, and I and I've I've found that I've had the most success here, and and I will continue to do this. And correct me if I'm wrong. Have faith in your tattoo tattoo artist do your research do your research take them an idea take them some reference and stuff but also let them do their own thing because you're going to that tattoo artist because their previous work and their style is what you liked and that's why you went to that person anyway give them some freedom because the more freedom that you give them well, be, still being happy and with the results i i, I think you're going to end up with a better tattoo all of my tattoo all three of my ta- tattoos on my arm I've gone there and I've I've given them like five reference pictures and said, mix these somehow, somehow, you know, <laughs> you guys have to open new bears because of these hiccups, uh, you know, mix these ideas somehow, but do your thing. And I want it here. And I'm, I've been super happy yeah, with the results. And, and pick the artist that you trust to do the thing. Like my wife has this gorgeous watercolor on her leg. Um, it was from an artist she really loves. And I cannot remember the artist's name, but when she took it to her tattoo artist, uh, who is Gina at Anchor Inc., she said, you know, I, I really want this to match this watercolor. And Gina looked at it for a few minutes and went, we're not going to use any black or white, or we're not, and we're not going to use any lines. We're just going to do it. And my wife was like, what, you're not going to line it? She's like, nope. And it's, in my opinion, the most beautiful tattoo I've ever seen. And it's because if you pick a good artist that has an understanding of art and color and how that it'll interact with your skin and tattooing, yeah, and tattooing, you'll be fu- you'll be skin, fine. Yeah. yeah, you'll be fine. You're so really in good hands. Look into your shit and don't. I mean, get a dumb tattoo. Get a bunch of dumb tattoos. Who cares? But if you want art, then you know, research it first. Yeah. Any good. closing thoughts, Nick? I was just yeah, I was gonna make fun. Like I have people that have as long as your tattoo is well done. Who cares? Like as long as it means something to you. Who cares? 
And even if it's not well done, if you go to some fucking scratcher, don't. But if you go to some yeah, scratcher and you like the tattoo, then you like the tattoo, and that's what yep. matters. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I already I, have my shit picked out. Like, I'm not going to get a tattoo for a long time, but I know exactly who I'm going to and what I'm getting. I want job stoppers so bad. You don't oh, understand yeah. how bad I want them. I don't like, want job stoppers, but I I, I have plans. Them. I have I want to get. I know the exact tattoo and the exact person I want to do it. Like, I would love my hands to be tattooed. Um, yeah, there, that's for anybody I was wondering. Say job stoppers? Are you talking like hands and so neck and face? As far as it goes, anything below your wrist or above your neckline is a job stopper. And I don't want to go above my neckline, but I really want to. You get your hands. throat tattooed or your fucking face tattooed or your knuckles or your hands. It's a job stopper. Yeah, yeah and I really well. And that's the thing. Like I'm trying to create. Like eventually, I want to do. I want to start with a half sleeve. I call it my geek sleeve. Just all the geek stuff that I love, but then I think it's going to grow down into a full sleeve. But again, won't go below my wrist. Like I want to be able to cover it up if I have to, especially where I work. I work in corporate America. It's getting better though. It is getting better. Slowly. If AT&T in fact, in it. fact, you know, cause like the last week, you know, as my new tattoo has been healing, I've been wearing, you know, just polo shirts to work so I can not have fabric rubbing up against it and keep lotion on it. And I've had a lot of people be like, oh, that's so cool. Like I, the vice president of our department, like wanted to see it and asked me all about it in the tattoo convention, like no judgment whatsoever. So it's, it's getting, getting better, but I would still say it's probably a smart idea to be able to cover if needed. Agreed. Thank you for listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. If you'd like to contact us, you can email us at contact at bigshinyrobot.com or tweet at us on Twitter at bigshinyrobot, hashtag bigshinypodcast. We'd love to hear from our listeners. The Big Shiny Podcast is brought to you in part by our sponsors, The Bohemian Brewery, SuperheroStuff.com, and SecretCompassOnline.com. If you enjoy our podcast, be sure to also check out our friends over at the Through Being Cool Podcast, Copy Out Delete Podcast, Hello Sweetie Podcast, Full of Sith Podcast, and my podcast, Two Shots.